Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we interrupt our program through the book of Mark because this week we celebrate Christmas. This special Christmas message was preached last year by Pastor Jim Harris on December 23rd. Don't worry, we'll return to Mark chapter 5 after the new year. Now, usually you would read about the birth of Christ from the book of Matthew or Luke, where we find the most recorded about the events directly surrounding the conception and birth of Jesus. But this Christmas message will land us in the book of Hebrews, specifically chapter 2, verses 14 through 18. Why there? Well, because this short passage offers some direct teaching and insight into why Jesus took on human flesh through the miraculous conception and birth. Have you ever wondered why God chose to save us through this baby born in a manger instead of some other way? Couldn't God have done it without this baby? Well, Pastor Jim will walk us through answers to your questions this week. Here is today's slice of the message entitled, Jesus Partook. This is the unfolding of the will of God as planned from the foundation of the world. It wasn't just a happy night that it happened to happen. This was the plan of God. That whole system of sacrifices and offerings that was uh, inscribed for Israel had become so corrupted that there was no delight to God in them. The purpose of the law had clearly been fulfilled because it exposed the sinfulness of mankind and the time was right now for mankind to have the Savior. And now the second person of the Trinity says to the Father, but a body you have prepared for me. That body conceived in Mary by the Holy Spirit prepared by God. Contrary to the ineffectiveness of all of those countless animal sacrifices over all of those years, Jesus was about to become a man and then to offer Himself as the one perfect sacrifice. He was, as Gotelet on the mountain says, born to die that man might live. He came to earth new life to give. So to reiterate the significance, Jesus adds in His goodbye speech to the Father in heaven, uh, I have come to do your will, O God. It was God's will for Him to come to earth. It was God's will for Him to die for your sins. What the endless flow of the countless gallons of blood of bulls and goats never accomplished, Jesus accomplished. What are we celebrating? Well, Christmas is the lame name that we're stuck with for the celebration of this, but what a glorious thing to, 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 to celebrate. You know, Christmas is Christ Mass, and the whole concept of the Mass is antithetical to the gospel. 
I wish we had another word. I mean, maybe we could make up one. How, how about uh, Christivity? You know, Christ, Nativity. I, I don't know. You, you think of one and, and it won't stick any better than anything like that. Let's call it Christmas, all right? We, we, we'll live with that. We know that when we say Christmas, we're talking about the birth of the sinless Son of God. That's what we mean by this and nothing less. He became a man in order to become the perfect sacrifice for mankind's sin so that He can be your Savior. That was quite something in that manger. Yes, it was a little baby, but not just a baby in the manger. In that manger, He was King of kings and Lord of lords already. He'll be proclaimed that when He comes next time. But, you know, He was just, you know, running the universe from that manger holding it all together. What a glorious thing that was. He is unique among all. When was the last time you heard someone hit his finger with a hammer? And that's not what I did, by the way. It's just a little thing I had to have done to my finger. I'll get the laser pointer installed next week so I can use it more effectively. But you ever heard anybody uh, in great pain or anger cry out, Thomas Jefferson? No. People don't blaspheme with a name like that. They blaspheme with the name of Christ because even the misuse of His name in blasphemy is a tacit admission to His deity, that He's unique. So Jesus had that little farewell conversation with the Father, and believe me, the angels were on edge. From 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 12, we know that the angels were un, un, undyingly curious about this plan. As it unfolded, they knew that the Son of God was becoming God the Son. They knew that they were going to herald His coming to the world. They knew that the curtain between heaven and earth was going to be pulled back and they could sing or say whatever it is that they said. They knew this was the most significant moment in the history of the world to that point in time. So the plan is in motion, and it has been all along. The angels truly are abuzz. They know that from their ranks, special messages were carried by the angel Gabriel to Zacharias, and there was a message to Mary, there was the one to Joseph. They knew that it was God who had moved the heart of Caesar Augustus to call for a census. He had no idea that he was a pawn on the chessboard of the plan of God in human history. But what he did required Joseph and Mary to be in Bethlehem at precisely the time of God's choosing before the foundation of the world. The body of Jesus, prepared by the Spirit, is now ready for entrance into the world, and suddenly in that little town, a baby's first cry rings out. Then that evening, a spotlight from heaven flashes on, and a, a mighty angel of the Lord makes that great announcement to the shepherds in the countryside, backed up by myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands of holy angels. That's when the curtain in heaven is flung open for a moment and 
Dirk waves his arms and the choir of all choirs launches their most spectacular performance in human history. Yeah, it's worth taking some time off from everything else to celebrate that. Year in and year out because it is that special. And thus begins the 33 and a half years of Jesus' first coming to earth. We've read Matthew, we've read Luke, and now I want to dig deeper. I'd like to put this in a capsule for you that we can find um, best in Hebrews chapter 2. Most people don't preach from Hebrews on Christmas, but let's not be like most people. You know about the birth of Jesus Christ, but why? Why did He come? Why would He stoop so low? We're going to look at Hebrews chapter 2, verses 14 through 18, and we can outline it this way. We've, we've preached through Hebrews. I commend it to you. You might want to go back and, and study this in more detail on your own. But for today, Hebrews 2, 14 through 18, and we'll just outline it this way. Number one, He took on a body. Number two, to make propitiation. Number three, for you, and the punchline, so what? Now, this is near the end of the first section of Hebrews, and all through Hebrews, it's all about the preeminence of Christ. The first section is about His preeminence above angels. And then another commentary on the incarnation, the writer of Hebrews set down these now pretty well-known words in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9, just before the context that we're going to look at. It says, But we do see Him who has been made for a little while lower than the angels, namely Jesus, because of the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor, that by the grace of God He might taste death for everyone. So in coming to earth and taking on humanity, Taking on human flesh, Jesus was made, for a while, a little lower than the angels. Of course they were curious. This is their Creator bringing Himself to a position described as lower than them, all to give the glory to God for what He would accomplish. And it's quite clear in that verse, as well as many others, that the purpose of the birth of Jesus Christ was to make way for His death. This really is a turning point. So today I want you to come down a little bit further in the text in Hebrews chapter 2 to look at this inspired commentary on why Jesus was born in a human body. Jesus' arrival wasn't only about a baby in a manger. I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, it, It wasn't about exchanging gifts. The only gifts that were given there were given to Him Um, It wasn't about decorating things. It wasn't about creating a holiday. And I have no problem with any of those things. Have the holiday, even put the lame name on it. Decorate whatever you want. Goodness knows we do it around here. Exchange gifts out of the joy for the greatest gift that has been given to you. Think about the baby in the manger. Think about the angels. No problem with that. But understand, that baby became a man, a perfect, sinless man, and the ultimate gift was the life of the one born that night. And yeah, there is something that you can think about being decorated, 
you, by faith, can be decorated, if you will, in the righteousness of Christ Himself. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.